What a joy it is to come to you once again. Hallelujah. I know that somebody's life will never be the same again. Wherever you are, I want you to open your mouth and begin to thank God for this beautiful Sunday morning. The 19th of April, 2020. Believe it or not, you are still here. You are still alive. I want you to open your mouth and thank God. Oh, God is about to distinguish somebody here this morning. In the name of Jesus. Somebody is saying that, hey, in this coronavirus season, who is God going to distinguish? Believe it. Believe it, because this is also passing. The coronavirus system is passing. And God is about to do what he promised. Thank him, thank him. I wanted to pray and tell God to speak to you this morning as you are watching. And listen, I wanted to call somebody, to call somebody, to call another person, to connect. Call your friend. Gather with your family. Tell somebody that Bishop NSI is online. Your time of blessing is here. You cannot afford to be connected anywhere else. Tell them, call your friend. Let everybody connect. Something good is about to happen to you. I wanted to pray that God will give you an encounter today. In the name of Jesus. I wanted to also share the link. We want to, we want to see your comment. I wanted to like this page. Like the page. Share the page to your friends. You can hold, um, you can hold the party. You know, we have been having online party. You can hold one. Let everybody join you. And we want to hear from you. So also send your comments. If you are watching, don't just watch in silence. Send your comments. If something comes and it blesses you, send a comment. And God will bless you. Pray that God will speak to you this morning. In the name of Jesus. An encounter with God is all you need for a turnaround. We pray for an encounter today, Father. We thank you. What a blessed day. We ask for an encounter, Lord God. We pray for the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. I pray in the name of Jesus. Anyone listening to me and watching me at this moment, I pray, Father, that you would you would touch the understanding, touch their hearts, Father. In the name of Jesus, let this word not enter their heads. Let this word penetrate through their hearts, into their hearts, Father, and get, gain ground in their hearts. In the name of Jesus. Bless every, everyone who has connected. May their lives never be the same again. Sweet Spirit of God, breathe upon your word today. Let it carry power to change lives, to turn around destinies, and to distinguish your people. We thank you and we bless you. We give you praise in Jesus' precious name. And somebody say amen in your bedroom. Say amen in your hall. Say amen anywhere that you are. I'm very glad to come your way again. It's such a joy to come to you come to you with the word of God. This is, this is life. The word of God is life. Hallelujah. The Bible says in John 6 verse 63, it says that it is the spirit that quickeneth. The flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Hallelujah. The word is life. You must be glad each time you have an opportunity to hear the word of God. That is life. Hallelujah. So I'm so glad that I can come to you in your homes, wherever you are, in your offices, anywhere you are. I'm very happy to come to you with the powerful word of God, which has the ability to impact life to your life. Hallelujah. The Bible says again that the word of God is able to give us an inheritance among all them that are sanctified. Listen, this is all you need. All you need is Jesus and Jesus is the word. Because the Bible says that in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Hallelujah. 
And the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the father, full of grace and truth. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ is the word. And that is all you need in this, in this season. Hallelujah. So I'm very glad that God is bringing you what you need. What you need to turn yourself around. Hallelujah. So God bless it. Now today I want to share with you. You remember some time ago we started um, some faith series. And I want to continue from where we left off. We, we, we looked at a number of things. Um, we saw that faith is very important. It is what would make you hero, a hero. Hallelujah. When you look at our key scripture in the book of Hebrews, chapter number 11. Okay, from verse number 1. Hebrews chapter 11 and from verse number 1. This is a very powerful passage of scripture. Hallelujah. I pray that one day your name will be found in the new list that would be made. You will be added to it. You, it will only be Abraham. It will not only be Enoch. It will not only be Jacob. Zadok. You will also be one of them. Hallelujah. So let me read to you the, the heroes of faith. Hebrews chapter 11 from verse 1. Please, if you have your Bibles with you, I mean you are at home or wherever you should have your Bibles. I want you to turn to Hebrews chapter 11. I'm giving you two seconds. Turn your Bibles to Hebrews chapter number 11. Um, I'm sure by this time you found it from verse 1. So let's go. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it, the elders obtain a good report. Hallelujah. Through faith, we understand that the word, the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gift, and by it he being dead yet speaketh. Verse 5. By faith, Enoch, hallelujah, by faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. Wow. The sixth, a very popular scripture, I believe that you know this on your fingertips. It says that, but without faith, it is impossible to please God. <laughs> it is impossible to please God. Without faith, it's impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. And that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Hallelujah. There's something very exciting about this. Look at what happened to Enoch. Enoch was translated. Enoch was not, did not die. He was not put in a coffin and buried. Enoch was not found because God translated him. That is very, very unusual. It is extremely unusual. You don't find these things happening in these days. Now, you see, but this unusual, spectacular thing that happened to the life of Enoch, it happened because of one thing, because Enoch had faith. Hallelujah. Because the Bible says that before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. And just the next verse, the Bible is saying that without faith, it is not possible to please God. So if Enoch pleased God, it means that he had faith. And if his translation was based on the fact that he pleased God, what it means is that faith is what triggers the unusual, the supernatural, the unbelievable. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That is why I want you to be a person of faith, a man and a woman of faith. Because this would be the foundation for the unusual, inexplicable, yet undeniable things that God starts or begins to do in your life. Hallelujah. Is it not beautiful? He was translated. Very supernatural. And yet, that supernatural act was because he believed. Say hallelujah. Verse 7. By faith, Noah, being warned of God, of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, 
prepared an ark to the saving of his house by the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. Verse 8. By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which should after which he should after receive an inheritance, obeyed. And he went out, not knowing whither he went. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm going to talk to you about this today. By faith, he sojourned in the land of promise, as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with which with, with him of the same promise. For he looked for a city which hath foundations, whose builder and maker is God. Through faith also, Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age because she judged him faithful who had promised. Isn't it not beautiful? Therefore sprang there even of one and him as good as dead. So many as the stars of the sky in multitude and as the sand which is by the seashore innumerable. These are these are dead in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off and were persuaded of them and embraced them and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on earth. For they that, for they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country. And truly, if they had been mindful of that country from whence they came out, they might have had opportunity to have returned. But now, they desire a better country that is heavenly. Wherefore, God is not ashamed to be called their father, for he had prepared for them a city. By faith, Abraham, when he, had, he was tried, offered up, Isaac, and he that had received the promise offered up his only begotten son, of whom it was said that in Isaac shall thy seed be called, accounting that God was able to raise him up, even from the dead, from whence also he received him in a figure. Hallelujah. I'm enjoying this. It's good to read the Bible when you come to church, so please enjoy um, as I read the Bible to you. Verse 20. By faith Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning things to come. By faith Jacob when he was a, when he was a dying when he was a dying blessed both the sons of Joseph and worshipped leaning upon the top of his staff. staff. By faith Joseph when he died made mention of the departing of the children of Israel and gave commandment concerning his bones. By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hid three months of his parents because he was because they saw he was a proper child, and they were not afraid of the king's commandment. By faith, Moses, when he was come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season, esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt, for he had respect unto the recompense of reward. By faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. Through faith he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of the blood, lest he that destroyed destroy the firstborn should touch them. By faith they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land which the Egyptians are saying to do were drowned. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell down after they, they were compassed about seven days. By faith, the harlot Rahab per, per, uh, perished not with them that believed not. Wow. When she had received the spies with peace. Hallelujah. And what shall I say more? For time would fail me to tell of Gideon and of Barak and of Samson, and of Japheth, and of David also, and Samuel, and of the prophet, 
who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouth of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, waxed valiant in fight, turned to flight the armies of the aliens. Women received their dead raised to life again, and others were and others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection. Beautiful. And others had trials of cruel mockings and scourgings. Yea, more, moreover of bonds and imprisonment. They were stoned. They were sore asunder. Were tempted. Were slain with the sword. They wandered about in sheep skins and goat skins. Being destitute, afflicted, tormented. Of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in the deserts and in the mountains and in dens and caves of the earth. And these all, having obtained a good report through faith, received not the promise. God having provided some better, some, some better thing for us, that they without us should not be made perfect. May the Lord add his blessings to the reading of his holy word. And I didn't hear you say a bigger amen. Hallelujah. So today I just want to talk to you very shortly about the fact that you should be a man or a woman of faith. Do you know why? Because a man or a woman of faith stands, is able to stand alone without fear. Hallelujah. So faith faith your faith can make you stand alone i'm sure somebody's wondering why should we stand alone wait we need people like somebody said we were not we are not islands so so we, we need to be with people we need we need people so we we cannot stand alone we have to be with and that's that's how some lives are there are some people that can can just not be alone Everything, every moment in their lives, they have to be with somebody. They have to be with some people. They have to be with a group. Anything they do, they must do with a group. They must do with somebody. Hallelujah. And, and so these people never get distinguished. They never get, they never, they never become extraordinary. Nothing extraordinary, nothing outstanding comes out of their lives. But today, God is calling you that, that if you are a man or a woman of faith, your faith should help you to stand alone. Hallelujah. And in the course of the, in the, course of the service, you would understand what I mean by standing alone. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Our master, Jesus Christ, stood alone many times. Many, many times, Jesus stood alone. In the book of Mark, chapter 16 and verse number 31. Hallelujah. Mark chapter 16, verse 31. I tell you, I see God distinguishing somebody. God is about to distinguish you. You are about to stand tall among your peers. You are about to stand tall among your colleagues. You are about to stand tall in your industry. You are bound to stand tall. God will distinguish you. God will separate you. God will cause everyone to see. You will stand in the middle of the crowd, but you will stand out in the crowd. You will be different. May that grace come to you in the name of Jesus. May God bless you with that grace. The grace that distinguishes. May God bless you with the gift of faith that causes men to be distinguished in the name of Jesus. Our master Jesus stood alone. Act John, sorry, John chapter 16 verse 31 and 32. John chapter 16. I like reading the other versions also. John chapter, six, chapter 16. Hallelujah. Are you there? Have you found it? I believe you must have found it by now. John chapter 16. Jesus answered them. Do you, do you now believe? Behold, the hour cometh. Yea, and now come. 
Yea, is now come that ye shall be scattered every man to his own. And ye shall leave me alone. And yet, I am not alone because the Father is with me. Wow, is it not beautiful? Jesus answered, this is the good news translation. Jesus answered them, do you believe now the time is coming and it's already here when all of you will scatter each of you to your own home like it is happening now everybody is in your, in, in your own home you are in your house hallelujah you are not in church you are not in a group you are in your house hallelujah the, the, the largest crowd you have is the, your family amen he said that a time is coming and, and it's already here when all of you will be scattered each, each of you to your own home, and I will be left all alone. But I am not really alone because the Father is with me. Hallelujah. So you see, it, it got to a point that Jesus was alone. He was alone. And I'm saying that if you are a man or a woman of faith, you, you will be able to stand alone. We have read in the scriptures where Jesus Christ woke up a great while before day to a solitary place, alone, a solitary place where he spent time with God alone, alone. Hallelujah. Alone. Alone. And if you are a man or a woman of faith, you will be able to stand alone. You will stand alone. Many people, many people always want the comfort and the reassurance that's reassurance of groups. They want to be somewhere all the time. So you hardly find people who stand, who stand alone to pray. People, there are some people who are able to pray when they pray with a group. They are not able to pray alone. They fast when, when they are fasting with a group. They, they are able to worship God when they are worshiping with the, in the group. They cannot do that alone. No, alone in their bedrooms, alone in their homes, alone in their houses. They, they cannot carry out. They always need others to be able to do something. And you see, and when you are like that, you never become anything different, anything extraordinary. Hallelujah. If you have faith, like Jesus said that you would everyone you'll be scattered and everybody would be in his house and you will leave me alone. But he said that, but I am really not alone. Jesus Christ believed that even though everybody has left, everybody is gone, he's not alone. The father is with him. The father is with him. Faith, you see, that belief that God is with me. Even though every one of my disciples, any human being I know, is out of my presence. That faith alone is what gives him the confidence to carry out what he does. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That is why I need you to believe. That even though you are alone, I don't know, you like to have to pray where there are people. I don't know what. Maybe you are not confident when you are alone. One day somebody called me and said that um, Bishop, please pray. Please pray for me. And I said, why? He says that I realized that God, God, he doesn't listen to me. You are the one he listens to. So, so, so please pray. <laughs> you know, the confidence that God is with you when you are alone and you are praying you see, that confidence is what you need. This is what faith brings. If you have faith, you will stand alone. Today, I want to challenge somebody to stand by your conviction. Even if, even if nobody agrees with you, but a conviction that is God-based, a conviction that is Bible-based, a conviction that God gives you, I want you to stand by it. Don't 
Don't drop your conviction because you want support from people. Because you want reassurance from people. No, no, no. Don't drop your conviction. Stand by your conviction. Even if nobody seems to believe what you believe, even if nobody seems to agree with you, if God gave you that conviction, stand by it. A man of faith stands alone. Stands alone. Stands alone. Hallelujah. Stand by what God has told you. Kobostia. There are people who have stopped paying their tithe because somebody told them that ah, this young boys uh, who have come, they won't go and look for work to do. Everybody has picked a microphone and they are preaching and they are taking your money. You are going to work and bringing them your money. You see, and then you buy into that. You see, either you don't have faith, you don't have your conviction. But you see, if you are a man of faith and you have conviction and you believe your conviction is Bible based and you believe in the word which says that bring your tithe into my storehouse that there may be meat in my house and prove me here with if I will not open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you will not have room enough to receive it and I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes. If you believe in that and your conviction is in the Bible, even though people may say what they will say, you will stand by your, by your conviction. You stand by it and you will not bow. They may call you a fool. They may call you names. But listen, a man of faith stands alone. He stands alone. A man of faith stands alone. Today I came to challenge somebody to stand by your conviction. Because you get to a point in your life. You get to a point in, 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 in the world. Where you will see that everything is, is contrary to what you believe. And, and that is the point many people turn. That is the crossroad. Morosia. It is the it is the it is the it's the is the junction, the T junction, where many miss it. <laughs> Hallelujah. I came to challenge somebody today to stand by your conviction. A man of faith, a woman of faith stands alone. And do you know why they are called men and women of faith? It's because even though physically speaking, they are standing alone. They believe that God is with them. <laughs> Maybe friends have abandoned you. Maybe you had some friends, they travel outside the country and they all abandon you. Anytime you call, they don't pick your calls. <laughs> you feel let down. Maybe somebody disappointed. You feel, you feel out. You feel out. You feel it's over. Listen, stand by that conviction. You don't need everybody to believe in what God has said about you. Because your life is not dependent on a man. Is dependent on God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. A man or a woman of faith stands alone. Faith stands alone. Faith stands alone. I challenge somebody to confidently stand alone. Stand by the convictions that God gave you. And listen, this is what will distinguish you. Let me give you some examples in the scriptures. About how people stood by their conviction. Their faith made them to stand alone. Everybody else was expressing something contrary. But they stood by what they believed God has instructed them. And by that they were distinguished. That is why I said from the beginning that somebody is about to be distinguished. Somebody is about to become outstanding. In the name of Jesus, may God grant you the spirit of faith that will cause you to be outstanding. The spirit of faith that will cause you to stand out. The spirit of faith that would make you extraordinary. In the name of Jesus, 
Even though we are not in ordinary times, you too, your life will be super and extraordinary. Supernatural and extraordinary. In the name of Jesus. And your faith would be the foundation for that to take place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now watch this. The first example I'll give you is, is the man called Noah. We just read about, about Noah. Noah lived in the world. <laughs> he lived in the world that virtually nobody believed in God. Everybody had ten on their own way. Nobody believed in God. God looked from heaven and saw that the earth was corrupt. Corruption everywhere. Everyone was spot. And God got angry and decided to destroy the earth. But look at Noah. Noah, who was living in a world where everybody had turned to the left. But because of his faith in God, he turned to the right. He stood alone. You can imagine how difficult it was for him. Everybody is going clubbing. Everybody has side chicks. Everybody is drinking. Everybody is doing different things. And you look odd. You look odd. Why are you not doing this? Everybody is doing it. Why are you also not doing it? <laughs> Hallelujah. One day, a lady confided in me and told me how how ashamed how ashamed she was because she was a virgin. <laughs> Can you believe that? Yeah, she was ashamed. Why? You see, because every girl, almost every girl is talking about their experience with men. And she had nothing to say. Nothing to say. She was odd. She was odd. Because she was a believer. She looked odd. And this one, pressure. Pressure can make you, oh, if everybody is doing it and they are, they are talking, when we meet, they talk about their experiences. Why don't I also have an encounter so that when we meet, I can also say something. You see, and by that, you have become like everybody else. Becoming like everybody else is becoming ordinary ordinary but you see by faith eh, by your faith in god your life can be extraordinary your life will stand out hallelujah and today we have been quarantined in our, in our homes eh? in position of restri uh, restrictions don't come out stay at home it's good but but what will happen to you? If you are somebody who always wants people around to do anything, you realize that these three weeks or four weeks that we are at home, you will not be able to do anything. If you are waiting to come to church to pray, you will not be able to pray on your own. If you are waiting to come to church to worship, you will not worship on your own. You will be watching movies. You will be, uh, um, like somebody told me, I have watched movies, I am even bored. You will be bored. <laughs> you will be bored. I asked the person, how many hours have you prayed? How many hours have you prayed? And the conversation uh, 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 lowered down. No Faith will make you stand alone. You will stand to be distinguished. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Noah. Enoch. Was it Enoch or Noah? Enoch. Noah, one of them. No, it was Noah. In the time of Noah, he built the ark. Sinners, he stood out alone because of what he believed. What happened at the end of the day? At the end of the day, everybody else was destroyed. He alone with his family and his family were saved because of him. That is why the curse on Ham stood. Because Ham on his own couldn't have rescued the family. It took the, it took the faith of Noah. It took the faith of Noah to rescue them. 
He was outstanding. He was different from everybody. Whilst everybody was screaming, he was sailing on top of the water. Listen, I believe that when he was building the ark, they were making fun of him. They were laughing at him. <laughs> he was 600 years when he was building the ark. I'm sure they were calling him old man. They were calling him, they were giving him nicknames. You know, but what he was doing, he was doing not what everybody would like to do. He was doing what his faith had directed him to do. What is your faith directing you to do? I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not asking what are people saying. What is your faith directing you to do? He followed his faith. And some of you, because of small mocking, you want to join the ordinary. Because you have been loved at. Because they've ridiculed you. They've made fun of you. You want to turn back to the people. No, 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 no. Don't join them. Become like Noah. They laughed at him. They made mockery of him. They, they ridiculed him. Did everything that could be done. Because they thought that they were in the right. <laughs> but he followed his faith. He did not turn from his faith. He believed that God has spoken to him. And he followed what he believed God has spoken to him. And at the end of the day, when they were crying in the water, calling for life, this Noah was safe in the boat. Distinguished. Distinguished. What do you believe? Stand by your conviction. What conviction has God given you? Stand by it. You may look like a fool, but you'll be distinguished tomorrow. Stand by it. Don't turn back on it. I don't care how many times people laugh at you. No, 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 no. Don't. Maybe you have decided to serve God and give your life to God fully. And you are being mocked in your family. And they call you, they call you a suffer. They call you a suffer, not in honor. But they call you Usofo as a way of mocking you because they, they look down on it. <laughs> but you too, God has convicted you. <laughs> hey, he has convicted you. Even though you could travel, even though you could do all these things that others are doing and the world is praising them for it, you have decided to give your life to God, to serve God, and you are being mocked. I came here to encourage you. Stand by that conviction. Stand by that conviction. Don't turn because of the mockery of people. Because those who are looking down on you today, tomorrow they will look up to you. God will distinguish you. God will cause you to stand out because of faith. Faith stands alone. Faith stands alone. Faith stands alone. He stood alone. He was distinguished. Stand. Stand. Alone. This, you see, in this time is when your faith will be tried. When you are alone. Because there will be no people there to please. If you give because people see you, there will be nobody there to see you. So if you do that giving because you believed, now that nobody can see you, will you still go ahead and do it? Stand by your faith. Stand by it. Whatever you believe, stand by it. Anyone who stood by their faith against, against all odds, they were extraordinary. They became outstanding. And God wants to make you one. Hallelujah. <laughs> Can you believe in Genesis chapter 12, God asked Abraham, pack your things, leave your father's house. Go to a place that I will show you. And, 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 and I'm sure they asked him, so where is that place that God is going to, God is asking you to go? You say God has sent you. Hey, where? He said you should go where? And you have, you, you don't have anywhere to mention. Because then God hadn't told him that I'm taking you to Canaan. He hadn't told him. So he said to a place, I will show you. As to where the place is. He didn't know. But he believed God has spoken to him. And I'm sure everybody in his house 
would have said that there's something wrong with this guy, Abraham. <laughs> but you see, he followed, he followed his conviction and he left and God in Genesis chapter 13 distinguished Abraham. Distinguished him. What is God telling you? Time will fail me to tell you of Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego. That the king made an image and he said, everybody should bow to this image. Hey. And because they knew and they believed that it is only to God that you bow. Not to an image, not to a person, but only to God. They said to the king, we are not careful to answer you in this manner. In this manner. We will not bow to this, your idol. We won't bow to it. We will not bow. And the king said, hey, you are not even afraid of me to talk to me like that. And then he commanded, he commanded them to, to make the furnace of fire seven times hotter than usual. Goodness gracious. I thought these guys would change their minds and say that, oh, Charlie, it was just a joke. <laughs> He's like, oh, now you, we are joking small with you, no, <laughs> you, you, you have become angry. No, no, no. I thought they would say that. Because they heard that it should be heated seven times hotter. It was so hot that the vapor that came out of it eh, killed the, the, the strongest men who were asked to carry them into the fire. Can you believe it? And listen, they didn't budge. They didn't, they didn't, they didn't drop their statement. They held on to their faith. What happened? They walked into the fire. And they were pacing up and down. They were not screaming. They were not crying. The king came and looked into the fire. And even though he put, he put three people in the fire, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, he said that, how come I see that a fourth person as the son of God, like the son of God, in the form of the son of God? How come? You see, their faith triggered something extraordinary. Even though everybody else was afraid and they all bowed down, they, you see, they dared to be different because of the conviction they have about God in their heart. They stood by that conviction. What happened at the end of the day? Everybody was warned to worship their God. Their God. Hallelujah. You remember what happened to Daniel? Daniel it was said that it was decreed that nobody should pray to any other God apart from Nebuchadnezzar. <laughs> nobody. Don't pray to any other God because they realized that that was the only way they can get Daniel. They were jealous of Daniel. Don't be jealous of somebody on whose life God's hand is. Don't. It's a, it's a useless venture useless don't fight don't be envious don't be jealous of anybody that god has decided to place his hand on you can't fight that person you'll be destroyed and disgraced at the end of the day like it happened in the days of of of, of, of um daniel wow when daniel heard that the decree had been signed it was at that time because he believed that he had to talk to his god he believed he had to talk to his God. He entered into his room. He didn't lock it. And he opened the windows towards Jerusalem. And he began to pray. When, when the decree had been signed. Oh, like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said. He said, we know that our God will deliver us. We know. We know. We believe in the God who has power to deliver. I'm sure Daniel had the same mind. He went and prayed. As he was praying, the people, the spies came. They, they opened the, the door. Somebody would have closed the door so that you can't come inside and see because, I mean, they said that. We saw him with our eyes. He was praying. When you said he shouldn't pray and because you have signed this, Daniel had to be thrown into the, lion, into the lion's den. Wow. Daniel did not back down because he was in danger. Everybody else did not pray to any other God. Everybody obeyed. Daniel stood by his conviction. And what happened? 
he was distinguished. They threw him into the den of lions. He survived it. He said God sent his angel and he closed the mouth of the lions so they couldn't hurt him. Now all the people who conspired against Daniel, they and their families were put together and dropped into the, into the lion's den. Hallelujah. Distinguished. Distinguished. Mokobobo siyatan in here. And before I close, I want to tell you about Joseph also. <laughs> when Joseph entered into the house of Potiphar, the house of Potiphar, and Potiphar's wife saw him to be very attractive. Very, very attractive. And listen, Potiphar's wife is not one of the two by four women working in town. Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh. Hey, it's like the chief of staff's wife. He's a very important person. And those people, they know how to take good care of themselves. You remember in the book of Esther, when they were going for the competition, for about six months or so, they had to go and apply things to their body to look to look a certain way. They, they are not ordinary people. So this woman, I believe, must, must, must have been very pretty, very beautiful to look on. Then such a beauty calls you and says that, come and lie with me. And he says that, how can I sin against my God and my master? <laughs> no, Rosia. The woman said, Charlie, I will fix you in this house. I will fix you. This man you call your master is in the palm of my, of my hand. I will fix you. What I tell him, you will believe it. Yeah. And the woman proved it. What he said eventually is what the husband did. The husband believed her and threw Joseph into prison. <laughs> I will fix you. Come and lie with me. And Joseph said that my faith my faith demands that I don't do that. And no matter what it will take, even going to prison, I'll stand. I'll stand. Many people would have just dropped the towel. <laughs> Many people would have just felt comfortable. Knowing also that this woman will give me opportunity. Hey. Many people have compromised their faith because of opportunity. Today I came to challenge you. Coronavirus or no coronavirus. Stand by your conviction. Stand by what God has put in your heart. Don't turn aside. What happened to Joseph? In a nutshell, what happened to Joseph? Joseph would have had authority in the house of Potiphar. Which is one of the many houses in Egypt. But when he stood by his faith, he, was, he didn't only get authority over one house. He became a ruler in the whole of Egypt. You see, you see how Satan deceives people. He would make you see that that place, what is luring you with is the greatest thing. Doing that to prevent you from the greater things that God has in store for you. Joseph could have complied agreed to the offer of Potiphar's wife. He could have. And he would have been a king in Potiphar's house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But when he stood by his faith, faith made him the ruler not in one house, but the ruler in the whole nation. Faith would distinguish you. That's what I'm telling you. What do you believe? Do you stand by it? I came to challenge you. Stand by it. You believe in prayer? Pray. Now is the time. Pray. <laughs> you, believe, you believe in the Bible? Read it. I challenge you. Stand by it. Faith stands alone. Don't look for support. Because the support will lead you contrary to your conviction. Any support that will be offered will divert you from your conviction. It's a support you must reject. Reject it. Because your faith will bring you something extraordinary. Something superior. Your faith will make you more beautiful. Satan knows it. So, so he will bring pressure today for you to back down on your convictions. 
what God has instructed you, what you know clearly. He will use the wisdom of men to divert you from that. I remember when Bishop Doug, who had finished medical school, and they wanted him to go travel abroad to go and specialize in America, in the United Kingdom. <laughs> they wanted him. Then he said that no. He had the conviction. The conviction is to stay in Ghana and do ministry. You see, it didn't make sense. He did not come from a two-by-four house. He came from a wealthy home. His father was a lawyer. His mother is a Swiss, is from Switzerland. <laughs> Listen, he had the opportunity to do all this. And you see, human wisdom appealed to him that look, drop this thing. How can you live of the collection of people? Go and do something more honorable. Become a specialist. Become a doctor. Become something better than what you are suggesting. But his faith was that he should stay in Kolibu, in Ghana, <laughs> and preach to nursing students and secondary school students. So this led to the to this led to the start, the commencement of Lighthouse in the school of hygiene. They met, they met in the corridor of a classroom. Five people in the corridor of a classroom, but followed his conviction. <laughs> and drop any, any glory, glowing opportunity. He dropped everyone. He followed his conviction. What has happened? What has happened? Today, that same church that started, five people in the corridor of a classroom, that same church has become a global entity. How many global companies do you find in 96 countries? How many of them? How many? One of few. One of you stood by his conviction. What is your conviction? What has God told you? What have you read in your Bible which has convicted your heart? What is it? Why are you backing out? You can't back down. Because you see, you are backing down from your distinction tomorrow. What will distinguish you tomorrow? What will, what will make the people who are talking to you and trying to convince you to to back down from your conviction. What will cause them to look up to you? Look at Bishop Ward Mills today. Beautiful. Amazing. Extraordinary. Out of this world. It's amazing. Listen. I came to your homes today. To tell you. To encourage you. Stand by your faith. Faith stands alone. Faith does not cry for comfort and reassurance from people. Jesus said that. All of you will go. All of you. You will go. And you will leave me alone. But you know, in reality, I will not be alone. He had faith that God is with him. What is your faith? I came to challenge you. Believe it. Believe it. God wants to distinguish you. God wants to make something beautiful out of this life. Nobody may believe it, but keep moving. Keep moving. At the appointed time, God will come through for you. In the name of Jesus. Why don't you bow your heads with me and let's pray. Kobobostiana. Oh, Jesus. Kayabantan nenemekeya. Nekoyaban nene makeyana. Morosia tan tenemekeya. Some of you, you know, God is telling me that this is, this is all you needed today. This is what you need. This is all you need. Morosia taya. Some of you are confused. You don't know what to do. That is why God brought this message your way. He's, he's, he's clearing your confusion. Stand by what he has told you. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and begin to talk to him. Morosia tan tenemekeya. I believe God has spoken to you. In this short time of meeting, I believe God has spoken to you. Something amazing has happened to your life. 
The questions you have been asking, now the, the answer has been given you. The confusion, the confusion that has surrounded your life. Now you see, the confusion has been cleared. I want you to open your mouth and talk to God about what he has spoken to you. I know, I know a number of people are listening, but you see, God is speaking to you differently, differently. God, God is not saying the same thing to everybody. He's using the same message, but he's saying different things to different people. I want you to talk to him about what he's specifically saying to you by this message. In the name of Jesus, lift up your voice and talk to him. Oh, Jesus. Father, we thank you for your word. In the name of Jesus, we bless you for this word. We thank you for this encounter. Blessed be your name, O God. Thank you, Father, for releasing people from the prison of confusion. Mario into their palaces, oh God. In the name of Jesus, thank you, God. Your word comes to free. Thank you for freeing their minds, oh God. In the name of Jesus, sweet spirit of God, we thank you. For carrying this word into the hearts of the people that even in these trying times oh God they will stand for you a pastor doesn't have to call before they pray a pastor doesn't have to call before they call somebody to check up on them that they will stand by what they believe whether somebody sees them or not their conviction of God and cause them to be distinguished cause them to be outstanding lift them oh God above their peers everyone who has stood by faith oh God has become extraordinary Gideon stood by his faith he became the hero in Israel Abraham stood by his faith. He became the father of faith. Oh, Joseph stood by his faith. He was thrown into prison, but he was distinguished by letting out of prison and becoming the prime minister and the head, oh God, of the nation of Egypt. Oh, Daniel believed in you and he was distinguished in Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, they stood by their faith and you distinguish them, God. I pray for every son and every daughter of yours listening, watching, oh God, as they stand by their faith, as they stand by your conviction, the conviction you have given them, oh God, Father, distinguish them. Let them be set apart in the name of Jesus. Let the world see that after all, these were the wisest. Distinguish your people as they stand by their faith in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray for them for the gift of faith. Invade their hearts with the gift of faith. Let them believe in what ordinarily people cannot believe in what ordinary people wouldn't dare to believe. I pray you give them this faith in the name of Jesus. That in these times I know people may have mocked and they have said where is your God? Where is your God in the season of coronavirus? Or your God he doesn't respond to coronavirus and believers have been made fun of but oh God may we not respond to any mockery. May we not respond to anyone ridiculing we still stand by the scriptures we stand by our conviction that you are our healer that 
it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses he was bruised for our iniquities he was chastised oh for our iniquities the chastisement of our peace was upon him and by his stripes we were healed father we believe in it we stand by it it doesn't matter what happens in the physical your word is true we stand by it we don't back down we are not backing down in the name of Jesus and as they continue to believe in you for healing they may see no physical sign yet but oh God you glorify yourself anyone who tends to stand by his conviction conviction that is God based oh God you always distinguish them distinguish your children in the name of Jesus let them be let them let them stand out in the name of Jesus oh Moroki Antonia distinguish them Narasti Antonia because faith stands alone Father we thank you we bless you this beautiful Sunday we bless your name in the mighty name of Jesus maybe you are watching today you are not born again Maybe you are a high life musician. <laughs> you have a nice voice. You sing nicely. But you sing for the world. You know they will laugh at you if you become a gospel artist. You give your life to Christ. Listen. This word is for you. Stand by the conviction. You have been convicted by God long to surrender this life and give your life to him. But because of friends and what they would say it's difficult to do that. Today I've come to make the job easier, easy for you. This is the time to surrender. This is the time to surrender. Maybe in your school you are known to be one of the notorious people. Nobody, I mean, to think about the fact that you have given your life to Christ is to divide the Red Sea again to them. Nobody believes that somebody like you. So because of the impression they have about you, you have refused to surrender your life to Jesus. Listen, God wants to distinguish you. This is the time to surrender that life. Give up that life to Jesus. He's calling for it. And everybody who can hear me. This is your opportunity. It may not be a popular. It may not be a popular. Decision to take. But it's not every popular decision. That is the best decision. The Bible says that there's a way. That seemeth right unto a man. But the end of that way. Is death. Destruction. <laughs> Nobody likes the narrow way. It is easier to walk in the broad way. Because anything you carry, you can go through. The narrow way, you have to leave a lot of things behind. But the broad way, it leads to destruction. And the narrow way, it leads to life. Today, I want to encourage you, choose life. Choose Jesus. Choose Jesus. You are watching me and you want to surrender that life to Jesus. You want to give the life to the maker. <laughs> he made you. The Bible says that God formed man out of the dust of the earth and breathed into man the breath of life and man became a living being. The, the life is his. It's not for you. It's not for you. That is why you only, you only, you only realize you came, you came to yourself one day to realize you are a human being. Didn't know who you were. You didn't know. It didn't. You see, your life is not for you. Some it is. It is for somebody. God gave it to you. That is why anybody who takes his life is a thief, and thieves have no place in heaven. You are a thief because you have taken what doesn't belong to you. You are a thief. Anybody who commits suicide is a thief. 
<laughs> you have stolen a life. It doesn't belong to you. It's not for you. God gave it to you. Give it to him to manage it for you. Today. So you want to surrender this life to Jesus. I want you to pray this prayer with me. Say Heavenly Father. Say Heavenly Father. I come to you today. I know I'm a sinner. I cannot save myself. This morning. I believe with all my heart. That Jesus Christ. Came into this world. He was crucified on the cross. He shed his blood. Because of my sins. Today father. Please forgive me of my sins. Wash me from my sins. I receive Jesus Christ as my Lord, as my Savior, as my Redeemer. Today, I surrender my life to you, Jesus. Take control of this life. Guide this life and influence this life. From today, I belong to you. Say thank you, Father, for saving me this beautiful morning. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you if you pray this prayer. I want to hear from you. I want you to get, get to me through the, the numbers on your screen. Let me know that you received Jesus. Let me know that you accepted Jesus into your life. Let me know that you are standing by your faith. And God is about to distinguish you. God bless you. My name is Bishop Ernest. Always remember. Always connect. Your life will never be the same again.